All right, hello everybody. It's the Wrestling with the Willies podcast, and finally, we're uh, a little bit of uh, stuff like got in the way for since the last podcast. We were supposed to talk about Wrestle Dream and stuff like that, but like I know that we're so far behind and everything else. I just figured that knowing that just Royal Rumble just happened too, I figured we should start fresh and talk about certain talk about Royal Rumble and talk about uh, certain things that happened in the past pay-per-views, anything that was worth it or like matches that should have been talked about or whatever. But I figured we might as well start fresh and just start from Royal Rumble on now, just because it's been past it. Now, if you guys want us to go more in depth about it afterwards, then that's fine. But <laughs> I just figured it would probably be easier just to, talk about Royal Rumble and go from there instead of uh, making four separate podcasts and especially when you probably already have seen like everything like already from Wrestle Dream on like talking about MJF finally losing the the or well I shouldn't say finally because I think his reign was good and I think they ended it how they sh- kind of should have ended it like I mean, there was a lot of uh, suspicion about who was going to be the devil and stuff like that. So <clears throat> it's nice knowing that they kind of – like uh, one thing I was surprised about was Samoa Joe actually winning the belt from <laughs> from him, though. I definitely didn't see that coming. I thought it was going to be like Adam Cole or something. They, they might have did an audible because of like how Adam Cole got hurt because they would have probably given him the title from it, but knowing that he got hurt. They could only do so much, but it's like certain bits and pieces like that, like uh, that I kind of wanted to talk about that was worth it, especially World's End and stuff like that. Since then, that just felt like, should we make a podcast on it (laughs) when it's so far behind and when even people, uh, would you guys even want to hear us talk about it, essentially? Maybe late and like yet another day we'll go through it or whatever, but still. So, uh, yeah, I don't know what Jeremy wants to mention, like that uh, thinking about Russell Dream and World's End and all that stuff. Well, I mean, I thought we would talk about that near the end and go over Royal Rumble first, just because, you know, this podcast is about Royal Rumble. Um, So I figured I'd talk about that other stuff in the end since it's. For one, since it's already AEW, I almost think we should talk about the WWE stuff that happened in the past, and then yeah. the next AEW one, we catch everybody up to speed on that stuff. But oh, so, yeah, I don't so know. Like when, you know, because when we talk about some of these, it'll kind of make sense on what we're talking about in relation to like what occurred and what has occurred since Royal Rumble, because we will be talking about what happened yeah. on Raw and SmackDown following. Oh, the yeah, event. because I'm definitely going to shit on a few things. But, okay, so, yeah, so, I mean, uh, if we're talking about just strictly Royal Rumble right now, then, like, we'll talk about the Women's Rumble. By far the best part about the whole pay-per-view, in my eyes. Mostly because it felt like an actual Royal Rumble where you talk about, like, surprises, returns, and all that shit inside the match. Like, I felt like it was the most stacked rumble that they've done out of the women's like ever like so far well yeah i mean think about it in the first 10 and i'm just gonna give you know talk about this now so at number two so natalia was the first one to come out which necessarily kind of surprised me in the fact that it was natalia but it didn't but at number two was the return of naomi so this was already the one that I had heard rumblings that was going to be returning. I had actually met her back at one of the Comic-Con events here in Seattle. And I mentioned on a previous podcast, probably one of the nicest people I've met, actually, in terms of wrestling. Sasha Banks, or Mercedes Monet, or uh, Mercedes Vernado, however you want to go about calling her these days, wasn't as nice as Naomi was. But so it was a welcome um, surprise to see her return at this event and at number two beyond that. Yeah. yeah now, 
The other thing was at number five, Jordan Grace showed up. Yep, and by far when I saw because I was kind of spoiled on this before we watched the pay per view because I, I can't remember. I think it was kind of late. The yeah, so like the night it happened, we watched it late. Like I think around like midnight or something, or yeah. like one in the mm-hmm. morning, and I was like, "I'll at least watch the women's rumble because I saw stuff." Like I saw Jordan Grace getting teased that she and she showed up. And I was like, cool. I watched a random TikTok video or something, and then I was like, "So I popped hard when she showed up because I always thought like lately I think she deserves to go to like WWE at one point." So, like, well, when I saw her, I didn't expect that she was going to be in the Rumble at all. Yeah, because there I didn't no either. rumors or nothing. Like, like, last year, I think Mickey James showed up with the Knockouts Championship belt. But Mickey James made more sense because she's got WWE ties. This literally yeah. is one of those things we talked about during the pay-per-view. WWE should do more of this where they tie into these other promotions. Because they're already known to be the top one. Yeah, and I don't think anybody's ever going to... And, and to talk about it, since we're talking about Royal Rumble, right before the Royal Rumble, it was announced that in 2025, WWE Raw is going to be moving to Netflix. So it really calls into question now, and it was for, what was it, $20 billion or $10 billion over $10 five billion. years? Or like five or ten billion, I can't remember. So that's two billion a year yeah. that they're making for one show. So yeah. I can guarantee you, none of these other promotions are getting anywhere close to that for one of their shows. So this proves that they're number one. Like they don't even have yeah. to do anything else. <laughs> so what will hurt them in working cross promotionally? With that, like what AEW does with uh, New Japan, and you can somewhat say with TNA because the Don Callis stuff, I believe he's still tied into TNA. Um, yeah, I might be mistaken kinda, by that, but I'm pretty kinda, sure he, he is. has ties, but I don't think he's like really doing anything with TNA. But like, I mean, all TNA of these people, stuff, but I don't know. If you think about you can have cross promotional championship title belts or titles, title matches. Where these they talk about these dream matches, and we'll spoil it during this podcast near the end. But you can have cross promotional matches that are considered these dream matches that you never think about it. AEW could keep Kenny Omega, and you could have Seth Rollins face off against Kenny Omega in a in a in a match, and they never leave their organizations. The promotion. Like, hands down, I think that they should do the Elite versus New Day just because the New Day's been vying for that for so many years. But, like, you you could literally do all the dream matches that people have asked for for years. Yeah, I'm not saying it'll ever happen, but... (laughs) Well, that's what I'm saying. Just imagine if they're doing it for Jordan Grace open the door. Well, uh, initially it was Mickey James, but... Jordan Grace now, uh, know that she was somebody that was never in WWE yet and stuff like that. This opened the door for literally anybody else to just, uh, at least in the Rumble sake, right? You talk about, like, returns, people just showing up and this and that. Like, you could see, I could see, like, other people other than Jordan Grace like, and like, imagine Kenny Omega showing up in a Royal Rumble. You wouldn't think that he would just be like, he would win it like Jordan Grace did, but like they sold her out to lose. Like, they didn't just punk her ass out like in the Rumbles. That's one thing that I loved about it was that it was like Jordan Grace came out, then it was like. There was rumors that Sasha was going to show up like so many damn times, but there were so many people that were brought out <laughs> Rumble. Well, and that's you what just I just didn't expect. And then on that's top, that's what of I it, wanted to point out was that the the last one that really you knew she was going to premiere at some point, but you just didn't know when. But <laughs> but Jade Cargill also um, basically um, premiered for the first time in yeah. a WWE ring 
during the Royal Rumble. She came out at number 28. So, um, but then uh, the rest, there, Nia Jax can go home. I, yeah. That's one thing I'm going to point out. I'm tired of seeing her in a WWE ring. But the unfortunate part is I think she's around for a while based on the path yeah, they're going the stuff down. stuff that they're doing. And, yeah. and meaning uh, most necessarily, and we'll talk about it later, but I would say The Rock's involvement in the company now. Oh, yeah. And because so, didn't they tease it, like, or was it, like, right before or right after they put him on the board of TPO? Well, right before this, yeah, they announced that he was going to be part of the board of directors on TKO Group. So, basically, Vince is out, and now The Rock is in. Yeah. So, yeah. when we talk about it later, you'll see where there's... You know, it seems very interesting now. All and, of a then, uh, and then but, also at the same time, his daughter is now supposedly going to be like a general manager. Well, or something she is. They that announced time. that on NXT. I don't know if it was before this or after, but William Regal returned. And then, uh, you know, on NXT and then basically handed over to the reins to The Rock's daughter to be GM of the NXT brand, which is just weird. She's in a uh, wrestling yeah. group and then. Yeah, I, obviously, in. you could tell we do not watch NXT that often. They had a few NXT people in the, well, a couple, I guess. Uh, Roxanne Perez and Tiffany Stratton, which I'm a big fan of, actually, both of them. Yeah. Tiffany Stratton actually kind of surprised me. She's got one of the best moonsaults that I've seen uh, yeah, especially wrestlers like- do, and especially someone that hasn't wrestled for that long. Yeah, and especially and, it reminds me of like Christopher Daniels' best moonsault ever too, because how she jumps up the rings, the rungs on the ladder, or not ladder, on the ropes. And then and Roxanne she, Perez, and the and first time I saw her was in Ring of Honor. I had yeah, I didn't even know who she we was until about, we we yeah. talked about this on the podcast when we yeah. uh, covered her first like Ring of Honor pay per view, and like. Uh, that's why I say it like it showed like it was the first paper of like women's rumble that didn't have the support of older wrestlers on it. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Cause you didn't, didn't have Michelle, Michelle McCool, McCool and you the didn't... Bella twins or Kelly Kelly. Oh good God. Kelly Kelly's awful. I got to say well, that. Like for... but I think part of that is their status in life too. Like if you think about it, Michelle McCool undertaker is retired. So yeah. you won't see her unless Undertaker shows up. And I think that's why you saw her last year. Yeah. Um, the year of uh, the Bella twins, I think they're doing their own stuff now. So you won't see them unless they're called up, but they don't really need to be like you had mentioned. Um, what was the last one you said? Well, uh, once again, it's like Michelle, unlike pretty much there was Molly Holly, I think, last oh, year. Oh, Kelly Kelly. Uh, Kelly Kelly yeah, just Kelly had a baby. Kelly was, uh, well, that's what uh, but so, I'm saying. Like, it's showing the future of the women's wrestling in WWE. And, and then the I, last. I thought that yeah. the, even the last person out of the Rumble where Liv Morgan returned after injury made sense. Everything made sense. Like, mm-hmm. th- throughout the Rumble, how people got knocked out. The, the teases between Bianca Belair and Jade Cargill where they could have a WrestleMania match, which I would be intrigued for because the, like even Jade Cargill eliminating Nia Jax, especially when we were shitting on like how Nia almost lifted, who was it? I can't, I'm like, it was she, Piper Niven. Someone she and dropped she on her head. Yeah, she, she couldn't, couldn't pick lift her up. Piper Niven all the way up. And then so she caved and, you know, went to go push her off, almost dropped her on Chelsea Green, <laughs> like dropped yeah. her tr- straight up on her stomach, like full force on her. And I'm like, that's why I don't like Nia Jax is because there's a lot bigger, like Piper Niven takes care of people way better than mm-hmm. Nia Jax ever does. And what does Nia Jax do? Talk bitches about how people treat her unfairly. Or yeah, how I, people talk shit about her on Twitter or whatever and talk about, I don't care. You ain't ever going to get better. You ain't ever going to get better as a wrestler if you only get, like, and I talked about this on the podcast, like, w- with us personally. It feels like she's trying to make herself look good, not look uh, make the other wrestlers look good. Mm-hmm. And I think that's her problem. 
is I think she cares about what she wants to perceive like her character as, and she don't give a fuck about other people's characters, or at least people that she doesn't like or like she doesn't know. Because she might not know Piper Niven or whatever, and she trashes on him. She would probably treat people like Alexa Bliss and stuff, like her homies like better. But, like, literally, since she's gotten back, she's almost injured, like, five or six people. And mm-hmm. I'm getting tired of that. I well, don't that's happened every see... time she gets in the ring. Well, that's and that's what, what bothers me about her. And I don't really want to talk. We, we dedicated an entire podcast to this woman yeah. back a year and a half, maybe two years ago. Yeah. And so I don't, I don't really want to talk about her too much in the fact that I don't know why they brought her back. No, I'm just talking about but, like, because uh, they already had someone like that in Piper Niven, who's a better wrestler than Nia Jax yeah. is. Yeah. And so, she takes care of people better. She, but has the person she, skills. I think it was Valhalla, wasn't it? That got kind of jobbed out yeah. in this match. Yeah. Because I mean, the funny part was our truth because I mean, Anytime, whenever R-Truth is like in the company and in storylines, they have to do something with him in the Rumbles or whatever. And this time, it was R-Truth going into the ring in the Women's Rumble. And then everyone's like telling him, no, like during Valhalla coming out to the ring. Yeah, the whole time. The whole Tom and Nick Mysterio thing cracks yeah, me up. Yeah, that's just fun. I'm like, if, if, all this stuff that he's been doing lately yeah. is just great. Like, but, um, but uh, he went into there, then the ref was like, no, you're not in this rumble. And he's like, this ain't the men's rumble? And then he's like, no, this is the women's. So then Adam Pierce comes out, and he's like, what are you doing? And then in the midst of that, Valhalla goes into a ring and immediately gets knocked out. <laughs> so, so I'm like, you jobbed out uh, Sarah Morgan or Valhalla, as she is known now as and, and so, like, that was one of the funny parts. That and, like, Chelsea Green, where... Yeah, Chelsea you know, Green was actually funny in this match. She got her cause... ass beat the whole time, especially from Piper Niven, which is her partner. I loved this spot where, like, they beat her up, like, they knocked her into the... Like, Nia Jax, like, knocked Piper Niven into the ring with Chelsea Green, and then she did butt bumps and all that stuff. And then Chelsea Green, of course, is like, oh... Like on the mat, Piper Niven smacking her. Come on, come on, get up! <laughs> that whole scene in the Rumble was great. Like yeah. especially knowing that she was the first to get knocked out and quick. And I think they said that her and Valhalla are tied for the fastest eliminations in the women's Rumble. Yeah, it was five which seconds. Was like five seconds. Mm-hmm. So knowing that she got eliminated super early last time and that she lasted a good long while in this one it was cool to see but that's what i'm saying is like this on the flip side everyone even bailey coming out which everybody knew like suspected that they were gonna what know that i'm mentioning bailey because i think she came out number three or something she came out number three and she's actually the longest uh uh person staying in the rumble the longest now yeah she Naomi, it's funny. Naomi in this match broke the record that was previously held. She was she stayed in for a, an hour and two minutes and eighteen seconds. Yeah, Bailey broke it because Bailey won the Royal Rumble this year. She stayed in the ring one hour three minutes and three seconds. Yeah, and even that the ending parts for it, the whole way that they set up like how Bailey won was great. Mm-hmm. Like, because it was very quick, which is different from like most men's and women's rumbles where they do it where, oh, the last two are facing down. And then it's like, then they're going back and forth. And then at the last minute, the other one loses, like it, it kind of like in the men's rumble. Yeah. Like, to talk about that cases, now. So yeah. one thing we'll talk about what happened on SmackDown and we're recording this on Sunday night. So this happened two nights ago. Um, Bailey formally challenged EO Sky to the championship match. So she's she uh went is going against her damage control cohort, which has been in the making for months now. So that's one of the things that we would have talked about in previous podcasts that you guys would have heard us mention 
previously was there was fallout that was happening in damage control and Bailey was pretty much the one that was being pushed out. The interesting part, I don't know if you watched SmackDown, Josh, but I watched Bailey, that scene. Like, in the scene, Bailey talks in Japanese to the three Japanese girls. That, so she knows Japanese. So she knew what everybody was oh, saying the I entire time. Part. Yeah. She 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 answered them in Japanese. And she goes, Yeah, I know Japanese. I've been listening to you this entire time. So so then she goes then she announced that she would be challenging EO Sky. So Yeah, because I this saw is that she had a left pipe hope, at one point. Yeah, I had stuff. mentioned that Bailey needed to go face again. I think it was on our last WWE podcast before we had talked about the other ones that had come up since. But I had mentioned that it was time that her heel her heel time was coming to an end. I was hoping. Well, I mean, she was a heel for five years, so yeah. So I mean, it's it was it's about. I hope she actually goes face though. I don't know that we don't have enough to to. Obviously, she's going to be the face in this match at WrestleMania, but that may not mean anything. She may remain a heel. Who knows? Yeah. but this was probably, I would say it was probably the match of the night considering what went yeah, on after this. It was definitely this. my favorite one. It was definitely my favorite match of the night because I knew so, that the, the next one coming up was the exact freaking match that we were yeah. going to see. I knew that the Fatal 4-Way wasn't going to be good. Like, uh, no matter what anybody said, I mean, I can't and that's unfortunate. say I'm completely it's un- shitting on it, but like, it's like but it's the un- same match over yeah, and well, over again. Yeah, we say this uh, about every Roman Reigns match. It goes exactly the same. And this one was the same way with Solo getting. Yeah, getting involved again. It's like, <laughs> it's like you can't have him get involved every single time. It's yeah, like I mean, it's... You're, you're, you're like, it's like you're comping out your champion that, oh, acknowledge me as the greatest world champion. Oh, well, I don't acknowledge people that do shitty things all the time i granted you are a heel but you can't have like a 1400 a reign or well i guess you could because this is what he's doing good is he's not wrestling though i mean he wrestles four times a fucking year and then or like um, the major pay-per-views and then crown jewel and stuff like that but that's all he does and then you see how it plays out and how anybody would be tired. Knowing that we're talking about the world and the Roman Reigns match, might as well. Well, well I we guess could we'll talk, talk about, about it after the later. end, but yeah, well, I would say we talk Rumble. about it after the Men's but, Royal Rumble. But but I knew hardcore that he was not losing. He and the oh, way yeah. that his reign is set up, he has to lose it at Mania or SummerSlam or something. They ain't gonna do it. At a fucking damn crown jewel, or um, well, they like, sure as hell ain't gonna do it. Survivor Series or something. Well, that's what I'm saying. They ain't gonna drop it at like a random ass thing. They proved that it's last lame. year when he didn't drop it to Sammy. Yeah, that's what I I'm mean, saying. It's like because the the time to like Joe, a, a, a friend of ours that is on a, most of our some of our podcasts, he runs the Sci Fi Graveyard here on on the channel, but. Um, he had mentioned that he would like to see Sammy win. And I'm like, dude, that's long been done. Like, Sammy's yeah. way past that. He's not even being pushed right now. Yeah. Um, He's so, kind of going against, who was it? Like, I forgot what that, oh. Yeah, we'll talk about it in the men's rumble. But, but yeah, I mean, but I mean, the point being is that this match should have been better considering AJ Styles, LA Knight, and Randy Orton were facing Roman Reigns. Yeah, yeah. But it was the standard Roman Reigns match. You saw all the same shit yet again. Yeah. And that's one thing I've always said about WWE, though, is that they have wrestlers and they have them do the same shit every time they're in a match. It's like they did it to Dean Ambrose when he was in WWE, John Cena. John Cena was known to have the five moves of doom or whatever it was because he did the same shit every match. And if you didn't expect, if he didn't do it, it wasn't the normal match. And you kind of see when Brock Lesnar has his, he did all the suplexes. That's where suplex city started. 
was the very first time he did it, and he does it in every match now. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, so it's like it'd be nice to see a damn match where it's not the same match with him, especially Especially, because he doesn't wrestle enough. Yeah, but saw the same wrestle enough, and then you you go to the same tired ass tropes to. It doesn't protect any of the guys that you're doing this for. Like, yeah, I didn't Norton. pay much attention and to this match. LA I can tell Knight you. and AJ Styles, it made them look stupid. Okay, you have this guy that has a 1,500-day reign, or like however long it is. I think it's like almost 1,300 days now. But like you have this dude with a reign. If I was smart, like Randy Orton acts like he's supposed to be, why wouldn't you all team up on him and put him out? Break his legs or whatever, like storyline reasons. Storyline reasons. Break something on him. That way you make it fair for all three of y'all to take him out. But no, never, ever. That, like these guys don't even get solo out of the equation, right? Like you talk about the bloodline, you, it makes it noticeable that he's going to cheat with the bloodline every time. So why mm. wouldn't you get homies to take out the fucking bloodline first? Why mm-hmm. wouldn't you t- get people to make sure that they were locked away so they couldn't cheat? That way it makes it a little bit more obvious or harder for Roman Reigns to win. Mm-hmm. Like, what is the hard part about making Roman struggle? Like, literally, yeah. all they're doing is, hey, he gets a finisher from everybody, and then he spears them once and then wins. Like, yep. he literally took everyone's finisher and then still pinned AJ and won. Like, oh, okay, so he's, su- like, they t- shit on Super Cena a lot. This is even worse than Super Cena. This is like, they call it boss mode Roman, but it's not even that. It's like trying to be like uh, like an unkillable dude. Like, uh, yeah. like no matter, and it the matches we don't wa- reflect... And- the matches don't reflect that to me. And like, not only that, matches, this match was 19 and a half minutes yeah, of this stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's not it like, like, so. It's, it's like they kick him out of the ring and then, hey, guess what? We're going to fight for fucking five or ten minutes. And then Roman's going to just sit outside and just be like, I'm asleep. Until I got to go in there and spear somebody. You know, like, yeah, it's I, the most tired fucking shit. And that's why I'm like. I am so tired of seeing him win. I'm so tired of talking about him winning. Yeah. Because does he it, fucking need we're soon this? To, no. it's, soon, it's soon to be over, though. I think yeah. in the next, it's either done, and we'll talk about it at the end, but it'll be either be done at WrestleMania or, or soon after that. It's not lasting outside of this year. I, I really, truly believe that. Well, I mean... Now I'm getting so, to the point where I'm just so, like I don't believe any of this shit. So the next match was the worst one. Yeah, but I don't like. Yeah, and that part of that's because I don't understand the Logan Paul stuff. I don't uh, know why they're pushing. Him. I don't know why he has the yeah. belt right now. Yeah, I don't. Especially I don't know get that it. he said that he fucked in the title belt right after he got it. I would have been like, no, they're, they're dropping it from you. I would have said. Nope, that's not going to happen. I told you not to do it, and then you did it anyway. Your name isn't high enough for well, like, yeah, I mean, to if... me for uh, for you to like. Uh, I don't see many people watching this shit to go watch wrestling. Like his channel doesn't coincide with hey wrestling. No, no and one thing I, that I gets... liked, I one thing I wanted to point out on this, I I had read it and. And I have noticed this during the matches was he does not sell really well. He's very good at, you know, these athletic moves and stuff. But like when Kevin, nobody understands like wrestlers do. Like if you talk to them, like there's a reason for the selling. It's like for timing purposes and a lot of things. So like if what Logan Paul does is when he takes a move, He's real quick to move up. He doesn't really sell them. So then it causes Kevin Owens, in this case, to move into his spot quicker than than would normally be the case. So it causes the 
yeah. a true wrestler to do more work. And that's why I was of, wondering. And and I noticed that a lot in this match, and a lot of people did, was that a lot of the moves he took from Kevin Owens, he was oh. not selling them. Well, that, and, and that's why And that's because he's green, I think. I think a lot of it's his green being green, but at the same time, you don't put the championship on a green dude. I mean, unless you're and Jake Cargill, but... Ha. Yeah, but I <laughs> said the same thing about them, her and AEW. Remember? I know. I know. It's not like it's that's not what like <laughs> that's you what know, I'm WWE. You notice they're not pushing her the same way. She well, signed what four months ago, and this is the first yeah, time you're seeing so, her because yeah. she's been at the performance center since she signed. Yeah, because they don't think she's ready to, or didn't didn't think she was ready to go out there. Yeah. So one other thing I did want to point out from the first one is I mentioned Tiffany Stratton. And I don't know if you knew this, but on SmackDown, they announced that Naomi signed to SmackDown. And right after that, Tiffany Stratton signed to SmackDown. So she's moving up. And that same, and I'll talk about it next, but somebody else was announced as looking at signing that was in the Men's Royal Rumble that we'll talk about in the next match, but I don't know if I necessarily have a lot to talk about. Logan Paul won that match. I don't know he, why he, he won this the DQ match shit. because they did a cop out bullshit. They yeah, didn't but, want to make Logan Paul look weak as fuck. But in my opinion, I would have said him get his ass beat and he got his ass beat in this match. You could tell you saw the look at his face, even the promo afterwards. It seemed like to me, Kevin Owens looked like he was not pulling as much punches or at least making it look like that because especially the, the powerbomb or whatever that he did onto the announce table to Logan. Oh, afterwards, he yeah. He looked yeah, like he looked he... the shit out of him. Yeah. Like, sure, that they probably said for him to do the brass knuckles and, and punch him and do all that shit, but... He was beating him up in this match. You could and tell. And I'm telling you, at the end, I think it, it was, was. Yeah, and I think it was part of the fa- what I was talking about was he wasn't selling a lot of the moves, so it was causing yeah. KO to have to move faster. Well, that's what and, I'm saying. It's like even, but yeah, they had a promo on SmackDown afterwards yeah. where he was like, it was like after Royal Rumble, like he was like, oh yeah, what's next? And he sits there and he's like. Uh, I don't know. Come get it, and just walks away. Like it looked like he got his ass beat, and then he was just like, "You know what? Fuck it, well, whatever." The but promo, then he signed like a full time contract after this well, too. So, well, like, well the pro- yeah, the promo that was cut on SmackDown, him and KO talked again, and he's talking like KO's not going to get another shot. So, I guess on SmackDown next week, I think it's going to be announced who Logan Paul's next opponent's going to be. Oh, so it'll I don't know. Be like Ricochet or something, like it'll be somebody that will like lose to them and lose to him really quick. But like, I just feel like the, the he does a lot of things that, that feel like a slap in the face to people, and I don't feel like rewarding somebody with that. Like, helps. oh, I agree. I think like, it's very it's interesting a, that he says he's from Puerto Rico in ways of Cleveland. Yeah, it's like because he li- he has a place in Puerto Rico now. I think I know that, but because he... it's cheaper to like, oh, like it's super cheap to get a place out there. I think uh, yeah, he's probably I... hiding stuff. But anyways, I'm not going to get into all that. But <laughs> allegedly, um, allegedly, but yeah, no. but I mean, yeah. anyways, like, you know, yeah, with all that crypto like... shit he's done in the past. But I'm not even going to talk yeah, about there's that. There's a there's a lot of shit that. He's done but, it. Like, even I saw something where he was talking about The Rock, I guess, because they were talking about the Suicide Force stuff. Just a little quick thing. Like, supposedly, Rock was doing videos on, with him, like, on Vine. This was, like, when he was first starting out. That's, like, the first thing I saw from at least Logan Paul. I think Jake Paul did stuff, like, later. But, like, I remember that stuff. And then, like, right when he did the Suicide Force stuff, like Rock told, like supposedly Rock's publicist told him to delete all the videos, and he was like, "Oh, I felt disrespected by the Rock and this and that. I didn't want to talk to him again," and left him on red for like a 
thing. I'm like, you do realize that that message was probably from his PR people telling you to hide it. That way they didn't associate with you, like, with that. That doesn't mean that The Rock was that type of person. I mean, like, you know, that he was just like, fuck this dude. But also at the same time, uh, like, I don't know how far their friendship went and stuff like that. And I could see people doing that because people do that a lot. But still, I mean, like, the way that he is as a person, to me, I don't really care for his character and stuff like that. So I don't yeah, like well, feeling, of course like, not. rewarding felt, this dude for that. Just because I felt this match itself was filler. Yeah, yeah. It was 14 minutes, and I could have done without it. I I'm mean, not we could have just had a three-hour-long yeah. thing where it was just I'm, the World Heavyweight title match, like a match with Rhea Ripley. Well, I would have rather seen Rhea Ripley face draw. somebody yeah. than Logan yeah. Paul face somebody. Yeah. I mean, I, I just don't care for Logan Paul. I don't understand why they put the title on him. I, yeah. I, I just don't get it. And um, Because they and think he's a draw, I guess. I don't but, think yeah. he – but I don't. But – yeah. Anyways, that was 14 minutes that I could have had back um, yep. during and this then, pay-per-view. And then, so now, then we had the Men's Royal Rumble, and I wouldn't say it was my, like, the worst Royal Rumble, but it was not, like, the best one. Like, uh, I mean, you, you I had a few stuff. I would say Cody this was. And CM Punk in it. You had a few surprises in this, and. One of them really, was okay. Yeah, it's like no Andrade the, coming in at number yeah. four was a. You, you knew it was knew, coming. Yeah, you knew that was coming, but it it was nice to see because yeah, I think because he belongs in the WWE yeah. ring. Yeah. I don't think they did right with him in AEW. I really don't. Um, yeah, they didn't really do but, much with him at all in AEW. But there's really. two that I could have done without, and I don't and. <laughs> One is almost. I talk about this all the time. I don't know why he's in a WWE ring. He returned yeah. at number 21. And because then they had Pat McAfee, who was already announced because yeah. he was announcing during this. I don't understand the... And now he's going to be... And since then, so they've... On Raw and SmackDown, they've changed the the announcers yet again. So Kevin Patrick's gone. So now... On Raw, it's Michael Cole and... Pat McAfee, right? Or is it like Corey Graves or something? Yeah, it's Pat McAfee on Raw. On SmackDown, it is Corey Graves and Stu Bennett. Oh, That's the new... So that's the new going forward. So Michael Cole... Like, Corey Graves is not the color anymore. He's the Michael Cole on SmackDown. Oh, so he's like the play-by-play. Yeah, and Stu Bennett's the color commentator now. Um, But the only other surprise... The only other one that came up, and this came up because of the whole Vince... For our listeners, there's a controversy with Vince McMahon if you haven't heard about it already. But at number 20... Braun Breaker came in, but that spot was allegedly supposed to be for Brock Lesnar, who was basically removed. What we're hearing is removed from the Royal Rumble because he's associated with this Vince assault allegation stuff. Essentially, they didn't name him by stuff, but like. Yeah, but they alluded to the only one it could have been. A champion. So either that was. Matt Riddle, because technically he was a tag team champion, but I think it said WWE. No, it said UFC. Yeah, yeah, it said WWE. It's yeah, it tied to the only person it could possibly be. Yeah, and then on the flip side, Ron Breaker was in this match doing the stuff that supposedly Brock Lesnar was going to be doing, including the confrontation with Gunther during the Royal Rumble, because that was supposed to set up. Brock versus Gunther at WrestleMania. So, yeah, just so like Brock could take Gunther's intercontinental belt. (laughs) Yeah. So, 
one thing I did like about the way the Royal Rumble was set up is Jay and Jimmy came out one and two. Yeah, that was like so the it best set part up, to yeah. me. <laughs> like, and especially that, that's what uh, one of the matches on the card for WrestleMania should be is Jimmy mm-hmm. and Jay going against each other. Like, it should definitely be that way. I would love to see Bianca and Jay go uh, go against each other, but I think that they're probably going to do that later on. I definitely don't think they're they're ready to do that now. I think they were testing the waters with Jade in the Royal Rumble, but and like uh, because they haven't shown her like well, in on, SmackDown. She's or talking yet. on SmackDown. Bianca was talking to Nick Aldis about, and that's one thing that we probably haven't talked about since because I don't think if Nick Aldis was GM the last time we did a podcast. So on SmackDown, Nick Aldis has been added to WWE. And he's the GM of SmackDown. And Adam Pierce is obviously the one for for uh, Raw. But um, no, Bianca's asking about who's going to challenge for the title. So she's wanting to face Rhea. Rhea. Yeah, I can see that. Or I not mean, Rhea. Like, um, oh, well, yeah, I because EO Sky. Really? Yeah, she wants Rhea because EO Sky was announced to fight to face bailey so she's the wanting thing for me is like we've seen that fucking match already. i, I so agree it's like, i we, agree we need to say, it's like okay but the problem is who else about? do you who uh, else do you who else does Rhea face it's gotta yeah, if it's not one of them it's gotta legitimate. be somebody new yeah and, it has to be like somebody legit that so, thinks I mean, you can fight like and I don't know if they have anybody right now. Uh, yeah, I think Jade's too early. Yeah, like definitely Jade's too early. And then I definitely think the money match would be Bianca and Jade, though. But uh, I mean, like that's the thing. Well, they like, kind of set that up though. So they're go. they've given it options because they have literally set that up during the Rumble. They faced off. Yeah. So. And uh, but she also faced off against Jordan Grace too, so that yeah. could be that could be an option if they go after Jordan Grace. I'm just saying her. Well, I mean, her, I her performance in the should. Rumble, her performance in the Rumble, she's ready now, and she's yeah. ready to be the what I say, Ronda Rousey of WWE. Oh, so you hands the, fucking down, yeah. she is like one so, of the of the best TNA wrestlers that they've had. And the most improved wrestler that I've seen in a long time, just because she just keeps getting better and better. And it proves that, and because she could go, and like, especially when we were talking about how China would go against men, I could see Jordan Grace going against the men. Mm-hmm. Because, that, like, like, everything about her, I really love, like, and just like how she pushes herself all the time. And especially, mm-hmm. she just feels like she, is a down to earth person. I don't know, like promo skills, if she could set that shit up like the same way, but like, I definitely, her in ring work is really great. And I oh, think yeah. she could, I don't know if I I've heard her talk. Do, so it's well, that's like, what I'm saying. I, I'm like, I think if anything, it would be her promo skills getting bought, like, uh, her struggling for stuff. But, it, it, like the way that her wrestling is, and her wrestling is great. Her image is great. Like, ever, like her doing the shit where it's kind of like a female version of Scott Steiner is great. Like, especially if they did like a WWE thing, and she like even though that she's married to jo- Jonathan Gresham or at least dating him, I couldn't remember. But like, even if she came out and did the same type of stick where she was talking about fucking all these dudes here. Or something like that, having different freaks or whatever, it would work, regardless of the like how it would be. I definitely think that her shit surpasses that, but like, uh, like it would be cool if they were like, oh well, she doesn't have anybody. Who should it be? Jordan Grace being the knockouts champion going against Rhea Ripley. I mean, you would know that Jordan Grace would lose, but it would be like something to. A, put Jordan on, like, a huge stage to, to find out sink or swim type thing. Or, and B, to see if she was a draw, like, to get people to get eyes on it. 
and just and to to find out if they could do more of this where they end up having more people from like TNA or like even and even AEW. I'm tired of seeing this. Like that's one thing that we talk about. Like the the WCW tendencies is that fucking damn it. And like you talk about like how people say that it's like a WCW is because the fans are the exact same. It's like a lot of them are either anti WWE or anti AEW. Like it's like with the shit that's came out recently with Chris Jericho and then Vince McMahon, it's like either, or it's like you get a shit ton of hate for Chris Jericho right now, or it's like a shit ton of hate for Vince McMahon, like from either side. Yeah. So yeah, I want to, I don't mean to cut you off, but I want to finish this and we can talk about more of that at the end. But so Cody, so Cody Rhodes came in at number 15. Another notable return, obviously, you guys know that if you're listening to this podcast, you probably are aware CM Punk is now part of WWE again. He came out and returned in his first televised match, I believe, at number 27. Because he's had yeah. another match yeah. during when he returned. It was like a non televised in Madison Square Garden, I think. But when he went against Tom and yeah. Nick. Yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, he came out at number 27. Drew McIntyre came out at number 29 and Sami Zayn came out at number 30. So, but essentially the winner of the men's Royal rumble ended up being Cody Rhodes for the second year in a row. And he put out CM Punk rumor is it was maybe supposed to be CM Punk. that was going to win this Royal rumble, but he got hurt during this match. Yeah, so he they had changed his hair it. and his tricep again. Don't know if that was actually the case, the but one. I, but I can, I've read it was different. Um, uh, like it was, but, the one, but or no, that it was the same arm, but a different part of the tricep or something. Oh, that sucks. I, I can't remember, but um, regardless, the dude, I don't know what the hell, but the dude, every time almost he wrestles now, he gets hurt. Yeah, he's getting very active and pro, but it's probably because, like, his schedule isn't the same now. But it's like, a, it's like they're not I mean, small yeah. injuries, though. Uh, it's like yeah. he's torn his tricep twice. And, and didn't I think he break his, like, ankle or something It was like his that, foot or, or his ankle, la- or the very first thing he yeah. did. It's like, my, his luck just isn't there. Yeah, for real. And I mean, maybe so, it's because he's kind of toxic in the locker room. But, but I mean, it's just, it's almost like you know, you almost wonder like, if there's karma there. Like, yeah, you know. So it's well, like, that's but, a, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, and you, you never know, like, about but, these situations. But like, but with that, this one went an hour and eight minutes, but nobody was in the match longer than fifty. I think. I think yeah. Jay Uso was in it the longest. He was in it for fifty minutes. And then second was Cody. He was at 43 minutes and 21 seconds. But everybody else wasn't in the match for very long. Yeah. Like, um, that's why I said that's why it was a, a like, it was great for Cody. I definitely think that Cody should well, have won. It's great right? for Cody, except because CM Punk got hurt. There's yeah. speculation now that it changed everything. Oh, because yeah. Because I think yeah. the original plan was CM Punk was supposed to face off against Seth. And that Cody was going to take on Roman. But that has since changed now. It looks like, based on what we saw on Raw this week and SmackDown, it looks like now CM Punk, or uh, not CM Punk, uh, Seth is going to be facing Cody at WrestleMania. We've seen that fucking match a bunch of damn times already. And The Rock is going to be facing Roman. And let me mention this before we go any further with this shit, because I want to just fucking talk, I'm talking about this shit. Like, this is my major problem with this match, right? We And, like, I wouldn't mind if they didn't have the damn title with it for this fucking match. I don't think that this should have been involved for the match. And literally, they show on Royal Rumble, he's pointing at Roman. Like, Cody is pointing at Roman. You can tell that that's where they're going. I understand if, like, shit changes, but, like, you have to call an audible. Literally anybody could go against fucking Seth right now. Literally anyone that, like, could be legit. 
legitimate for it. Well, I know, like, I, and it's not the same as CM Punk, but literally you could do Cody, Roman, and The Rock and give it a reason for Roman to lose and you know what to they, lose his shit. But you know <laughs> what they should do? And this but, is what we what I talked about last year. If we if we spin the clocks back, and I had said the same thing with Sammy. This year, what they should do, since there's two nights of WrestleMania, night one is Seth versus Cody, and Rock versus Roman, right? Yeah. Roman wins, beats the Rock on night one. Cody beats Seth on night one. And on night two, he faces Roman for the the oh, title. Like and he thing. unifies it on night two of WrestleMania and finishes the story there. That would squash everything. The Rock would be part of WrestleMania on night one. Uh-huh. And on night two, Cody would finish his story. Both people would get their stuff. It's not like these dudes can't wrestle two days in a row. Yeah, especially Roman. I talked about this last year that they could have done this shit with Sammy and Kevin Owens last year where Sammy and Kevin won the tag team titles the night before and then they Sammy won the title the next night. Yeah. They could have done it. That would have been the best place to do it. Now this year, but they won't, I guarantee you, because they'll push it to SummerSlam. What will happen is, more than likely, it'll be CM Punk, or I keep saying CM Punk. It'll be Seth and Cody on night one. Yep. Rock and Roman on night two. And then SummerSlam will be Cody versus Roman. Yeah. That's when you'll see it. And then it's just like, to me, it's like, I am so tired. But of I did Roman hear that on Raw, they're going to be talking about it. So, or they're going to be looking because of the reaction that's everybody given. About well, Cody people being pushed. Have been sitting on it for yeah. like there was over. I think the last time I heard was like it was over four hundred thousand dislikes on YouTube. Yeah, and so they, I mean, it's the most disliked video the, now. Yeah, it's over the Charlotte and Becky one. Yeah. But but point being is, it's like will WWE like they did with Daniel Bryan a few years ago? Will they do the same thing here where they make it a triple threat match? Maybe. Well, that's what they should do. Like that way, you get both. You finish Cody's story where he wins. But the problem is now against Roman. But the problem is by doing that now, you know the result of it. Yeah, like you like think if they add yeah. Cody now, you know that Cody's winning. Well, like some people were and talking so about that they were like takes away oh. the mystique. That's well, why I think if you don't announce shit coming out of night one, and as a result of night one, night two becomes a match between Cody and Roman because Cody still gets that opportunity. Yeah. If he doesn't like Maybe he oh, like fights he somebody else on night one. Go to Royal Rumble or something. Like you don't even he, have to. He do gets it. to choose who he fights. Yeah. It's not like yeah. he may choose to still fight Roman. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, that doesn't mean that Roman's still not going to fight The Rock on night one. They do have two nights now. I'm just saying there is multiple options because of that two night thing that they're doing well, with that, WrestleMania. Uh, well, now. that's why I say, but, like, and that's why I agree because well, we'll see like, what happens. That's why I say. In our heads, it works better than what they have planned up. If anything that they're going to do, Seth versus Cody, Cody wins the world heavyweight title, which, let's be all honest, it's a B title to the universal title now. It's the well, B I think title, the ultimate so goal would be to the unify same. them. Well, I'm just saying, like, they ain't going to unify it, especially knowing that they just fucking made the World Heavyweight Championship, like, fucking last year or whatever, like, six or eight months ago. Like, I don't see that happening, like, just because if they're still doing the brand split or whatever, but unless they do something where, like, he gets to go on both brands, like they do with the tag titles most times. They should do it that way. 
Well, that's a, that's a, and then make a different looking belt. I mean, that's totally fine. And do like an American Nightmare belt, that'd be pretty dope. If it's like white. Well, he wants to like, go back to the original World Heavyweight Title, but yeah. he mentioned that yeah. last year. Yeah, so, I remember that. Yeah. Um, but um, but I mean, the other thing I wanted to mention. So Cody Rhodes won the match, and this is what they're setting up. The other thing I want to mention about the Rumble is after on SmackDown, Ron Breaker was handed a SmackDown contract, but then Adam oh, Pierce is okay. also handing him a Raw one. So yeah. he's supposed to show up on Raw on Monday. So yeah, my thought is Braun Breaker is a Raw dude yeah, on Monday. If anything. Oh, see, now that would be good if Braun Breaker going against Gunther. For well, the that's what the, I think adult. that's what they have shifted to. Because, I mean, that would make with sense. With Brock for, being out. Yeah, because that would make sense because I think they were the plan was Brock Lesnar versus Gunther, which I think they should have done last year, but like you know, like shit going down or whatever, like you know, like their thought process. So like it, it would make sense, but that, hopefully that would be the case because I would love to see I would love to see that match honestly. I would love to see that, but that's my thing is like watching. Seth versus Cody again. It's not like anything, and it's like a consolation prize to me for him. Like um, the way that I see him finishing it is beating Roman, because he is the, the even they announce it like he is the final boss. Like yeah. Seth could say whatever he wants in the promo, but like until you get that one person beating that fucking rain. You were not finishing your story, right? Mm-hmm. Especially last year, he got it from cheating and whatever else. He didn't feel like he had the right outcome in his story. And, like, anyone would do that. Like, anybody in his situation would be, I'm going after Roman. I'm proving that I could beat him. I'm proving that I've beaten all these other dudes. So I should be able to beat him. I got close to doing it the first time. I'm going to do it the second time. And that's why I say that's why a lot of people are hating on this. Because especially most of the people hating on it are probably like, fuck, Roman's winning again. Right? Like essentially Roman's winning again because he ain't going to be Well, you know the against Rock. the Rock he's going to because the Rock's That's what I'm saying. And people are like, oh, yeah, he'll win the title. What would the Rock do? Like, he's over the title. Some of these guys are, like, way past titles, man. Like, even Roman right now, knowing he's part-time, he's over that fucking title. He doesn't need to do anything else. Like, with his fucking reign that's going on right now, he literally could do, like, nothing where he just shows up at the Royal Rumble, gets kicked out, just, like, tries to help other dudes out. Like raise up their stock in the company, which I think is essentially what he did with Jimmy and Jay and stuff like that. But like, literally, that's yeah, what he should be doing right now is helping yeah, the young talent. We'll see to what get we'll see what happens. Else. We'll see what happens. But I think we're at the end of. I don't want to rehash everything going forward. We'll just well, see what happens. Yeah. What was the next one? Uh, the next, uh, I think probably elimination chamber is probably yeah the elimination chamber in Australia. That'll be our next podcast. Yeah. Um. So we'll see what happens in that one because uh, I know there was rumors early on that the Rock and Roman might have faced off there. Yeah, first, they were saying but that, but I don't think, think that's going to happen yeah, now. No. Hell no, they ain't going to be but, doing that. So thing. I mean, it would be cool if they did, right? Like that way they could quill that you would still get your fucking match. Yeah, between them both, he wouldn't lose the title because he would beat him there, and then Cody and uh, Romans could still happen, and Cody still wins, and literally yeah, Sammy could go against uh, uh, against Seth, or like literally Jay could win the World Heavyweight Championship off of fucking Seth. That why haven't they thought about that? Why call a main event Jay Uso if he ain't a main eventer? You know, I don't feel like it's worth it to say that he's a main eventer when he's not. Yeah, he, we'll he's see what main happens. One WrestleMania. We still it. have a few weeks. We're right after Royal yeah. Rumble this time, so we'll see what happens. But I, 
I think we've we've spoken almost an hour on this one, which is kind yeah. of crazy. But well, um, I mean, yeah, like I, I was just, especially with four matches, but it's mostly us sh- and like me shitting on Roman yet again. It's like I should yeah, but, come up with a graphic where it's like fucking shitting on Roman time or some shit, the final douche or something like that. Like whenever it's like a part of the thing where we're talking about Roman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But but for this podcast, we're going to move forward on this one. And we talked about kind of the stuff that had happened in the past since the last WWE podcast. And going forward, we're going to talk uh, when we do the next AEW one, we'll kind of catch everybody up to speed with that one. Since we've missed a few, we're just wanting to get back on track with you guys and yeah. start pushing and out like, better content. We started doing like two or three and then fucking being behind like three more. Or something like that. So it's easy just to start from here and start going from there. Yeah, that way, so the at next least one, we can focus on just one at a time again. <laughs> yeah, the next one will be the Elimination Chamber, I believe, WWE yeah, Elimination Chamber. Yeah, because I don't Chamber. think AEW is doing anything until Revolution now, I think. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Which is smart. I said the monthly stuff wasn't making well, much sense. Well, I mean, sense, you but... see this shit for their ticket sales, supposedly, recently. I mean, like, they're... Yeah. Their ticket sales haven't been like helping, but I definitely think that that's, that's yeah, that's another. But yeah, so we'll, entirely, yeah, but. so we'll, yeah, so elimination chamber next. Um, but I hope you guys enjoyed this. I know Josh can, I guess Josh can say this part, but hope that you guys enjoyed this one. Yeah, and, thanks for making it to this part of the podcast, man. And yeah, check out all, all of our other stuff on the Heart dot com. And we just started doing stuff for Scream Creeps again, where we just released Hush. We're doing Exorcist, and then I think the other ones in the pipeline are uh, Texas Chainsaw what? Massacre and 28 Days Later at one point. Yep, so, so those, those will be the next ones. Those are the most ones, recent but... ones, and then we'll be talking pretty much podcasts everywhere, like uh, Sci-Fi Graveyards talking about Predator 2. So, like, we're going to be talking about a bunch of stuff coming up soon, so... Thank you for listening, if you made it out, and we will talk to you guys in the next podcast. Have a good one, everyone.